Welcome to Sister Synergy, a podcast dedicated to the uplifting, motivating, and empowering women. I am your host, Tabitha Renee. I am so happy to be back with all of my sisters this week. I want to thank God for another opportunity. God, you are so amazing. You are so awesome. You are so worthy of all the praise, all the thanks, all the honor. And I just want you to know, God, that I I love you. I adore you. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank you for being my all in all. Now, I hope as always, all of my sisters are out there looking amazing, feeling amazing, and having an amazing day. Today's title is The God of Second Chances. The God of Second Chances. So I want you to bear with me a little while tonight. I'm not going to be here long, but I want to take you through the book of Jonah so that I can show you how God is truly the God of second chances. So many of you already know, you probably already read the story of Jonah in the book of Jonah in the Bible. So as the story goes, Jonah is a prophet and God goes to Jonah and tells Jonah that he wants him to go and preach in Nineveh. He wants him to go and tell the people of Nineveh that they need to turn from their sin, from their wickedness, from their violent behavior, from serving all of these many gods. Because he is basically, God is tired of the sin in that city. And he wants to give them the opportunity to turn from their wicked ways. But Jonah didn't want to do it. You know, how many times has God instructed you to do something and you didn't want to do it? So like many of us, God tells him to do this and Jonah decides that he doesn't want to do it. So he runs and he leaves the city and he gets on a ship. And while he's on the ship sleeping in a lower level, God causes a great storm to come on this ship. And the men on the ship, they go and they get Jonah and they're discussing what is taking place and why this storm has come on them and what they need to do and to get it to stop and they tell Jonah to pray to your God to stop this storm. Jonah realizes that the storm is because of him. The storm is because of his disobedience. So he tells them it will stop if you all throw me over. So initially they didn't want to throw him over and but they decided to go ahead and do that. So they throw Jonah over And at that moment, he's swallowed by a big fish. And so he spent three days and three nights in the belly of this fish. Now, while Jonah was in the belly of this fish, he began to pray to God. He realized his his disobedience and his rebellion toward what God had instructed him to do. So he goes and he starts to pray to God and he asks God, for forgiveness. See, many times God gives us instructions and tell us what to do through the Holy Spirit. But if it's something that we're not comfortable with doing or something that we just flat out don't want to do, we become rebellious and stubborn and just flat out disobedient. Then we find ourselves in these self-afflicted storms. Self-afflicted, meaning that we cause these storms ourselves. Okay, just from our straight disobedience. 
So I want you to just think in your mind, ask yourself, what storm am I in right now? Or what storm have I been in in the past? And what part did I play in that storm? So as, as Jonah's in this belly of the fish, he continues to pray. He repents and he realizes that salvation belongs to the Lord. And he says that. And he says he is ready to do what God told him to do. So he's ready to fulfill what his purpose is. See, sometimes you get into a pit or you when you hit rock bottom, you realize who God is. And your pit will bring you to repentance and you will do it God's way. You will begin to do it. You will want to change because God isn't going to change who he is to please you. He's not going to change his character. So you're going to have to be the one that changes and does what God wants you to do. He said in his word that it's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. So it's not going to change. So Jonah, as Jonah uh, repents and asks God to forgive him and that salvation belongs to God, the fish vomits and spews Jonah, Jonah out of his mouth. So then Jonah goes to Nineveh and he does what God tells him to do. He preaches to them. He tells them to turn from their sin and that they have 40 days to repent or the city will be destroyed. The people there, they begin to fear God and they did that. They repented and they changed. And, and God had compassion on them. Compassion. Because they repented. God has compassion on us. When we repent, our repentance is what produces God's grace and his love for us. Then Jonah, the prophet, becomes angry with God because God forgives the people of Nineveh. Wow. He becomes angry because God is a forgiving God. He becomes angry because God is a loving God. He becomes angry because God is a compassionate God for all people, not just him, but for all people. Jonah got angry because God was forgiving and compassionate to all people. So he gets angry with God and he tells God um, he because he wants God to judge them and judge them harshly. And the funny thing here is Jonah had forgot what God had just did for him. Remember, he was disobedient when God told him to go the first time. And that's how he ended up in the belly of the well. God of second chances. Glory to God. And God gives him the opportunity to repent and turn from his disobedience and give him a second chance. But in his heart, he did not want God to do the same thing for the people of Nineveh. So he gets angry with God because God is so loving and he has this grace and mercy for the people. He wanted them to die. He wanted them to be destroyed. Thousands of people, he wanted them to be destroyed. He's so angry with God and because of who God is and his love and his mercy 
that he asked God to take his life. He would rather die. He's so angry that God forgave the people of Nineveh and gave them a second chance that he wants God to take his life. I got a question for you. Are there any people in your life or around you that may be angry or a little salty because God has given you a second chance or a new outlook on life? Are they so focused on what you did in the past that they can't see who you are now, that you are new, you have been renewed through Jesus Christ? You know the people I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about, the ones that always bring up the things that you've done in the past. they I call them the remember when people. Remember when she used to do this? Remember when she used to say that? Remember when she used to uh, go here and go there? They believe that you shouldn't be given a second, third, fourth chance, but that you should forever live in your mistakes. And like Jonah, they may even be Christians. Because Jonah was a prophet and he felt that way. But God is so loving that he gives us chances to repent and get it right. Oh my goodness, that is so awesome that God gives us chances. He gives us second, third, fourth, 20, 30, 40 chances to get it right. That's how much he loves us. In Exodus 20 and 16, it says that God shows faithful love to a thousand generations who love him and keep his commandments. To a thousand generations. And if you flip on over there in Exodus 34 and 6, it says, The Lord is compassionate and a gracious God, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love and truth. Oh my. Compassionate gracious, slow to anger, abounding in faithful love and truth. Then Psalms 136 through 126 says that God, God's love, faithful love endures forever. That God's faithful love endures forever. And we all know John 3, 16 that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him will not die, but have eternal life. Ephesians 2 and 8 says, we are saved by grace through faith. And that is not from ourselves, but a gift from God. God's grace covers you. God's love covers you. It doesn't matter that you messed up. It doesn't matter that you've been disobedient. He still has compassion for you. All you have to do is ask for forgiveness. Do what he is, what he has instructed you to do. If God told you to do it, get busy doing it. He is the God of second chances. He gave Jonah a second chance. He gave the people of Nineveh a second chance. He has given me numerous of chances and I'm sure he has given you the same amount of chances. Don't think that you can't start over. 
As long as you have breath in your body, you can repent and start over. God is with you. He wants you to win. God wants you to win. He wants you to walk in obedience. He wants you to walk in obedience. He wants you to win. So what is it that you are running from? God's grace is sufficient. So run to him, not away from him. Believe in his word. Trust his word. Trust him. Whatever he instructed you to do, get busy doing it, ladies. Start building that dream. Build it from scratch. Go back to school. Start seeking God. Matthew 6 and 33 said, First seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things shall be added unto you. Start seeking God first. Things will start to line up for you. You will come out of that pit. God is the God of second chances. He has not forgotten you. He has not forsaken you. He has not turned his back on you. God is with you. Start praying. Start seeking him. Start praying to the Holy Spirit. Start faithing it until you make it. Some people say fake it until you make it. No, you need to start faithing it until you make it. Put your faith in God. The Bible said works without faith is dead. There is something that you have to do. God is going to forgive you. He's going to give you another chance. You got to get busy. If you messed up, get back up and start over. Don't quit. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep pressing on. Keep going. Keep pressing on. I can't say that enough. Keep persevering. Don't quit. No matter how it looks, we're all going to go through something. We're all going to have trials. We're all going to have tribulations. We're all going to have battles. But Jehovah Jireh is our provider. We're all going to have things that we need. God says he is El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. We have to just stand on the word. Even when we're disobedient, we must repent. We must repent and remember that God is the God of second chances. He is the God of second chances. He is the God of third chances and fourth chances. But as long as you have breath in your body, repent, get up, and start again. This is for all of my sisters out there who don't know how to start over. You're stuck. You don't know where to start. You tried this. You tried that. And it didn't work. But God is saying, seek him first. Put him first. Repent. And he will make a way out of no way for you. Just like he did the people in the city of Nineveh. They repented from all of those things that they were doing. And God gave them another chance to get it right. He will take care of us. We must believe that he will take care of us, that he loves us, and that he wants the best for us. I truly hope 
that you realize that God is a God of second chances and that all you have to do is ask him to forgive you, walk in obedience and do what he has said for you to do. I truly love you. I hope you know that. I love you from the bottom of my heart. I hope that you stand on God's word and that you let him lead you and that you let him guide you and that you remember that he is a God of second chances. I love you. I adore you. And remember, sister, you are enough. God bless you and God keep you. Thank you.